welcome to all Caribbean entrepreneurs. If you've been ready and waiting to take your business digital and get paid online while you sip something strong on the beach, this podcast is for you. We'll hear from the Caribbean's finest entrepreneurs on topics like e-commerce, business development, brand building, social media, their wins and failures. This is the only place in the region helping you navigate the digital age from the Caribbean's perspective. This is Digipreneur FM. And now, let's give it up for the Digiboss himself, Mr. Karan Rose. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you to everybody tuning in to another episode of the Digipreneur FM podcast. You guys know who it is when you hear the sound of this voice. <laughs> DJ, you gotta fade us all the way out, DJ, fade us all the way out so we can talk to the people. How are you lovely, lovely people in the Digipreneur family doing today? How is everybody doing? How has the year started off for you? We are the, <laughs> it's mid-February, February 13th. It is a Monday. And we are at, let me tell you, this is episode number 122. This is episode number 122. I'm finally back in the country. <laughs> So remember uh, last episode I said that um, we, would, we wouldn't get an episode for about a week. And boy, oh boy, was I on a, a, I was on a Caribbean tour, man. I was on a Caribbean tour. So uh, last week, my first stop was in Jamaica. I spent the day and night in Jamaica. Jamaica's always a vibe, you know. The minute I touch down, I got to go link my people. Shout-outs to... Dr. Terry Carell Reed, shout outs to Garfi, shout outs to Alex Sterling. I uh, went and checked my people, and man, I went and got my food. I got my jerk chicken. I drank some red stripe. I got my festival. You know, I, I, I got what I, I was only there for the night, so I got what I needed, right? And then we left first thing in the morning. I was gone. So, first thing in the morning, we left, and then I spent, like, we flew over to Turks and Caicos. Um, spend the day in Turks and Caicos, and honestly, man, whoo, Turks and Caicos is the the most beautiful country that I have seen with my own two eyes. Like, I've never seen such white sand, such blue water, such clear water. Like, the water looks damn near, the water is see-through, <laughs> You know, it's amazing any wildlife could could hide in such in such pristine water. Turks and Caicos was beautiful. So I spent the day in Turks and Caicos. And then I left in the in the evening slash night and we flew over to the Bahamas. And I was in Bahamas for three days and man oh man, listen. Bahamas is Bahamas is beautiful. Bahamas is a vibe and I, I like Man, listen, whatever I do this year, whatever I do, whatever comes my way, I need to be 
in Bahamas more. That is me throwing it out into the into the universe. Now I know that I've already I've already gotten calls for about two two gigs in Bahamas that are going to be happening um in, during the year. So I know that okay, there's going to be two more times minimum that I'll be in Bahamas. But I'd like to be in Bahamas at least at least four or five times this year. At least, at least, at least, you know. And I mean, if it's if it's in a working situation, even better because then, you know, everything gets taken care of, and you get paid to be there, and you get paid to you know, you get paid to be there, and you get to relax, you get to have some fun, and you get to work. So. Uh, to me, that that's always the best thing. I, I've realized that. I've realized that um, ever since last year when I got my first out-of-town gig, there is something really special for me when, you know, you get to travel, you get to work, you get to play, and you get to rest. Like, if you can do all of those things in a trip, and you get paid to be there, <laughs> it's special man it's special it's special and i know i know um it, it's it's not gonna happen for everybody but listen to me man if you can put your brand in a situation where the people outside of your country know about it they value it and they want it and they and they and they want to bring you into the fold and bring you into their events because remember right there's 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 all sorts of events that happen all over the world in every single industry every single niche and whatever your brand is i don't even care if your brand is is um is collecting pokemon cards or base like there are there are events for that there are events for that across the world i'm just planting this seed i want for you in the digipreneur family to really live what digi what what digipreneur is about digital entrepreneurship so it's not just about working from home i want you to start thinking about working from anywhere digital entrepreneurship is not just about working from home i want you to start embracing working from anywhere now thankfully if you listen to this podcast and you're already in trinidad and you're already in jamaica i mean listen to be able to just work from anywhere living on a caribbean island is already a blessing right it's already a blessing but now if you can start to put yourself in a situation, build your brand to the point where now you're getting booked in other countries. And like I said, you're getting, to, you're getting paid to go there, so you get to work. You're getting paid to relax. You get to rest. You get to play. If you can put, if, 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 if what you do combines all of those things, you're going to be in a great situation, man. So for me, like just being out there, you know, I'm, I'm rejuvenated. It, it, it's, it's, I've, I've realized, I've realized, especially this, this trip, I've realized that my life is constructed in a way where I, I, I understand why I've, I've never gotten burnt out. I understand now why I don't ever feel like I need a vacation because my life is constructed where work rest play 
they all intertwine and they're all seamless. So you never, you've never heard me since I started back in 2016. You've never heard me say I feel burnt out or I feel tired or whatever. Just how my life is. Everything works hand in hand. And that does not mean I'm always working because I'm not. It looks like I'm always working. It looks like it. But there are days where I take a week off. But I have so much content and I have so much happening that I'm able to, you know, share, you know, new content that that I would have done that just got released. Repurpose old content. So you're always seeing me because I have this this treasure trove of uh, of content and, you know, and I've done so many things with, with other companies and brands and sometimes they're slow to release you know, a workshop that we did or content that we've done. And when I see them post it, you know, I'm able to just, I'm able to repost. And that might happen during a week where I'm, where I'm mentally relaxing and I'm not really creating anything. And I'm just, you know, relaxing and just taking my time and enjoying whatever I have going on, you know? So I really want you guys to start thinking about, the true meaning of digital entrepreneurship, being able to not just work from home, but work from anywhere. And if you can build your brand to that point where now you're going to be getting booked outside and you're able to blend work, rest, and play, trust me, burnout's going to be far, 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 far um, from ever creeping up on you. And, you know, life isn't boring. You're not going to get bored. You know, there's always something happening, right? So, yeah. Yeah, that's the preamble for today. <laughs> We're back. I just want to say all that to say uh, that we are officially back in Trinidad. And now it's Carnival Week. Oh, my God. But you know what? I'll say this before we get into today's episode. It's Carnival Week, and I have not gone to any parties in the last month and a half. I have not gone to any parties. I have not hung out. I have not done any of that stuff. And not because, not because I'm anti-carnival or anti-partying. I just feel right now, and, and you know what? And Dr. Terry Carell said this um, when she was speaking at JMMB's Elevate 2.0 the other day where she said she does not suffer FOMO. She does not suffer from the fear of missing out. She has embraced JOMO which is the joy of missing out. And listen to me, the minute she said that, I had the, you know the meme with Leonardo DiCaprio where he's, he's, on his, um, he's on his couch with a beer in his hand and he starts to point like, that's it, that's the one? Listen, I had that exact moment when she said it. I have Jomo right now. I have the joy of missing out because I've partied for so many years of my life. And ever since I started um, my business back in 2016, I've cut down on the parties that I've been going to and I've just really been honed in and focused on trying to build. I'm trying to make the necessary sacrifices that I can. I'm trying to grind in my 30s right now to build something that is going to allow me, you know, the opportunities to truly live later on. And I did an episode on this um, talking about delayed gratification, right? So the joy of missing out for me right now is, all of the partying that is happening is not bothering me because not only have I done so many years of partying, but right now my focus is on creating a life that I don't want to run away from, 
My focus is on creating financial stability. And while some people might think, oh, but you got to take a break. You got to you gotta rest. You got to relax. You got to reduce. Listen, yeah, all that. But you know what? My fun right now doesn't look like partying. My fun right now, my relaxation right now, my rest right now looks like me building a business that allows me more freedom, more freedom uh, for my time. So I have more time freedom where I'm not working 10, 12 hours a day. My freedom, financial freedom where, you know what, if if I do one gig, let's just say I do one gig for the month and I get and I get paid 25K to do that workshop. I have the, the, the ability to say, you know what, I'm going to take it easy this month. I've minimized my expenses to the point where, you know, it doesn't take much for me to, to handle my bills anymore. Just because I've minimized my expenses so much, you know. Outside of my daughter back in Toronto, and I joke with her about this all the time. I'm like, yo, you're the biggest bill I have. <laughs> Anytime you call me, <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God. You know, I got, I, I got to do two gigs for the month. <laughs> You know, but uh, freedom, financial freedom, time freedom, and location freedom. Like those three things right now, those are my focus. I'm not saying I'm financially free or that, you know, I'm rich. No, I'm just saying that for me, my focus right now is on creating those, creating freedom, creating those three assets or those three uh, facets of freedom, time freedom, location freedom, um, and financial freedom. And because I've been working on that, I'm, I'm looking at, you know, carnival and all the parties. I'm like, yo, man, listen, I could miss. I, I don't need to do that this year, right? All that money and all that energy spent in, in parties that like, could be spent or is being spent elsewhere. So I'm, it's, it's being spelt in building my brand and building my business where now, you know, this year, this year I've officially signed three of my contracts that are going to net me over the 100k and i spoke about that in the in a previous episode where i was like yo you know i i haven't signed it yet but i've, I've officially signed it right and it, it took time and focus to get my brand and my skill set to a level where i can command the money that i that i that i want right so I could miss out on Carnival this year because right now, you know what? We've we're, we're we're securing the money. The money, the money is there. I can't wait. Every everything starts after Carnival for me too. So that's another reason why I can't wait for Carnival to finish. But then now, the calls to get to fly out are coming in more and more. The calls to speak, the calls to tour schools, like all the things that are giving me life right now, are happening. And the fun in, in, in partying for me isn't there right now. The fun in building this thing that we're trying to build, that's where the fun is. S putting my energy all that time where I could be at a, at a, at a party where you know you're going to be drinking, you know you're going to be up the entire night and you're going to need a day or two to fully recover to get back into this. I don't need that right now. Being in Turks, being in, in Bahamas, listen, that gave me every single thing I need. So that delayed gratification, 
where you're working on your goals and it's going to put you to a point where you, you hit that next level, you need to start thinking about that. The joy of missing out. If you play your cards right, the partying and, and your fun gets to look different. Your fun gets to look different. So right now my fun isn't the party. My fun is building what we're building and seeing the seeing all the seeds that we have planted come to life. Seeing that we are on the pathway to financial time and location freedom. And that's really what's given me life. So yeah, okay, that's enough for the preamble. Let's get into today's episode. Today's episode, <laughs> today's episode is on NCash from Republic Bank. So if you are in Trinidad and Tobago, this is going to be 100% for you. If you are listening in from any other country, the conversation is a little bit here and there because NCash is only in Trinidad and Tobago. But we're going to be talking a little bit about digital wallets. Um, so it's going to make sense. It's going to give you guys some context um, if you have digital wallets in your own Caribbean countries, right? So let's talk NCash. So what is NCash? Well, let's, let's, let's break it all down. So NCash is the product of Republic Bank here in Trinidad and Tobago and is a digital wallet that aims to change how we send, spend, receive, and manage our money. It launched a home, two years ago. It launched in March 2021, and it's been a full two years. And guess what? It is still pretty much unknown. It is still pretty much unknown. Uh, like in, in preparation for this for this podcast, I ran some polls. I asked people, and the majority of the people that I know personally that I asked, "Hey, have you heard of NCash?" The, major- the people just said no, they haven't heard of it. And then when I went online and expanded the audience and I took some polls, um, we'll, we'll get into those results. But the results are not good. It's so it's still relatively unknown. And we are now seeing other digital wallets coming into the marketplace, um, like Paywise, like the news from TSTT slash B-Mobile, and also a company called Pesh. For a long time, we here in Trinidad and Tobago have been clamoring for solutions that rival popular peer-to-peer apps like Cash App, Zelle, and Venmo over in the U.S., and these new digital wallet solutions are going to fill some of those gaps. Whether they do it successfully and can bring up the adoption rate, well, that, ladies and gentlemen, is what remains to be seen. So what is a digital wallet? A digital wallet is a software application that allows users to store and manage their digital currency, their payment cards, and personal information. This information can be used to make transactions and payments online in applications or in store. The digital wallet acts as an uh, <laughs> The digital wallet acts as an electronic version of a physical wallet, providing a secure, convenient and easily accessible way to manage and use your financial information. If you have never used a digital wallet before, here are five benefits and reasons why people use digital wallets. The first, convenience. 
Digital wallets allow users to store all their payment and personal information in one secure place, eliminating the need to carry physical cards or cash. This makes it easier and faster to make purchases, pay bills, and transfer money. Number two, security. Digital wallets use advanced security features such as encryption and multi-factor authentication to protect users' financial information. This makes it less likely that sensitive information will be stolen or misused. Number three, speed. Digital wallets allow for fast, seamless transactions with a digital... Ah, Digital wallets allow for fast and seamless transactions. With a digital wallet, there is no need to physically hand over a card, enter payment information, or sign a receipt. This saves time and makes checkout a breeze. Number four, flexibility. Digital wallets can be used for a variety of purposes, including online shopping, in-app purchases, and in-store payments. This versatility allows, to, allows users to manage all of their financial transactions in one place. And number five, rewards and offers. Many digital wallets offer incentives and rewards for using their service, such as cashback, discounts, and special offers. This can help users save money and get the most out of their digital wallets. So now that you know what a digital wallet is, well, how do we get started with NCash and how does it work? Let's dive into that. So how does NCash work? You first start by you download the app or you could register via the website. You have to add money to your digital wallet with your Visa, your MasterCard or your, your Visa debit cards, right? Your, your regular bank cards. And then you're able to send, spend, receive or manage your money. It's also a networking platform. So you can, you know, connect with friends, connect with other people and network on their NCash app. And you're able to find nearby businesses that use the NCash because they have a they have a feature that brings up a map that shows all the businesses that use NCash. Now NCash does a good job on its website making it clear what is free to do on the app and what will incur a charge. So here are some of the things that you can do for free in the NCash app. Opening your NCash account, uh, you can do your monthly servicing of your of your of your account. You can send money, receive money. You can pay for goods and services in store, online, and remotely. Again, this is free. You're also going to get real time updates. Just keep in mind that it's going to be using the data from your device, whether that be Wi Fi or whether that be you know your own data plan. And you also get twenty four seven customer support. And again, that's going to be using the regular you know phone rates and stuff like that. Those are what you can do for free. But what about, you know, the transactions that incur a charge? Well, here's where NCash makes their money. So to load your wallet is going to be $3.50, TT dollars per transaction. To transfer funds to your bank account or to cash out, you know, to your, to your branch. And I'll get into that. So to transfer funds to your bank account. If you have money in your wallet, it's going to cost you $10 to cash out. Now, NCash also allows you to cash out, but you can go and collect physical cash or you can get a check. And if you want to do that, if you want to collect a, a manager's check, then it's going to be $30. It's going to be $10 for the cash out fee and $20 for the manager's check fee. All right. Here are your daily transaction limits. Keep this in mind, folks. 
to transfer peer to peer. So if I have my Bridget and my Bridget says, yo, I'm at a restaurant. I'm trying to take a girl out right now. But yo, I'm short some funds. Can you can you send me some bread? Well, your Bridget can send you up to $1,000. So $1,000 per transfer, right? $1,000 per transfer. You can send a maximum of $3,000 per day. So $1,000 per transfer and $3,000 can be transferred per day, all right? In order to pay merchants, you can spend up to $10,000 per day to pay a merchant, okay? And to load your wallet, you could only do a maximum of $1,000 per load. So remember, it costs $3.50 to load your wallet, and you could only do a maximum of $1,000 per load. And you could only have, you could only do a maximum of $10,000 loaded into your wallet per month. So $1,000 per load at $3.50 per load. And then you could only do, you could only load a maximum of $10,000 TT per month. Right? So I, I have a little bit of an issue with, with that, but you know what? We'll, we'll keep it going. Transaction time. I'm just giving you what NCash is and how it works, and I'll give, I'll give you guys my thoughts, right? So transaction time. So if you're going to do a wallet-to-wallet transfer, again, if your Bredgen links you and says, yo, I'm taking, my, I'm taking a girl out on a date, I'm broke, something's going on, yo, send me some bread. When you send that money to him, the, the wallet-to-wallet transfer is instantaneous, right? If you want to load money to your wallet from your debit card or from your credit card, the load is instantaneous as well. Wallet-to-bank account transfer. You want to cash out to your bank account, uh, the transaction takes one business day. And if you want to do a manager's check or you want to physically withdraw cash, you want to cash out and collect the money at your bank, that is going to happen within seven business days, seven business days from the cash out request. All right. So those are the transaction times. So let me give you guys my thoughts on on NCash right now. I've been using it since December. All right. Let me give you my thoughts. So when Republic Bank first released the app two years ago, I remember downloading the application and never making it past the point of registering an account because the app kept on crashing and it kept on freezing. And a couple of my friends were experiencing the same problems too. There was just so many kinks in it that we just, we never got past the registration and we just ended up deleting the app, right? That's when it first came out back in March, 2021. Again, remember, this has been out two years my god um after a few tries i gave up i uninstalled the application it wasn't until december 2022 when republic bank started to make a heavy advertising push that i decided to try again and then it hit me that i hadn't really heard anybody speak about ncash since it launched in 2021 in march which gave me some pause when i thought about it If the app had improved since then, I'm positive that people would have been talking about it. Or or for me, because of the space that I'm in, I would have at least heard about it between March 2021 and December December 2022. And the fact that I just never heard anybody speaking about it, I I didn't hear nothing about it. 
you know, really, you know, gave me some pause because I'm like, okay, there, there's clearly a reason why nobody's talking about it. I don't know anybody that's using it and I haven't heard about it, right? Or I'm, I'm not hearing about it. So I was in Eddie Hart grounds by the food truck um, area the other day in December when I saw a few reps, you know, were trying to educate vendors and get vendors on it. You and get vendors on using the services and helping them get set up. So it was a perfect opportunity for me to try it out because if you have been to that food truck zone, you know that 99% of the vendors there do not have a point of sale terminal and you have to walk with cash, which is mad annoying right now, right? So I registered on the spot. I created an account. I added my debit card and then I went through the process of loading the money from my bank account to the digital wallet. Now, when I was doing that, the first thing that came to my mind was, yo, this is not how Cash App, Venmo, or Zelle works, right? With those applications, once you add your debit or credit card to the app, when you go to a a place to make a purchase, the application automatically debits your, your, your debit card or your credit card when you're making the purchase. Rather than having to go through the process of adding money to the wallet first, right, if you're going to pay somebody via Ven, Venmo or Zelle, then the minute you find out what your bill is, okay, your bill's $100, you just scan their QR code or type in your name, and when you send them $100, it just debits your credit card or debits your, 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 it debits your, your, your bank card, your, your debit card, right? So there is no adding money to the wallet. And I found that mad annoying because when you're adding money, to your 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 NCash wallet. Like I don't know who else is using NCash. So for me, that's just money being locked into the NCash system. And then I have to pay to load the money and I have to pay to withdraw the money. Right. So again, I, I don't I don't like the process of having to add money. I believe that you need to remove friction in the process. And if I have to pay somebody via um, and cash that when I'm sending them the money, that is when it should debit the money. I should not have to load money. That's not how any other um, um, P2P uh, payment platforms works, right? Cash App, Venmozelle, none of them you have to load money in. Even PayPal, you know, when you're making a purchase on PayPal online, pay, you don't have to load money into your PayPal wallet to make the purchase. No, PayPal just debits your, your credit card. For your Visa debit card, right? Same thing with Amazon. When you're purchasing on Amazon, you're not loading money into your into into your Amazon Pay. When you're making a purchase on Google, these are all digital wallets, by the way. G Pay, Amazon Pay, Sam's. You're not loading money into your into your digital wallet first. It just debits your credit card. So again, to me, this is really really annoying that I have to load money in. And then again, I don't know when the next time I'm going to use Zencash. So if if I'm not using it anytime soon, then that money is just there, and I have to pay to I got to pay the load, and I got to pay to take it back out. So I really don't like that at all. And that is a that that's a big um that's friction for me, right? So, anyways, going back to that evening, I found a vendor who was using Zencash. I scanned the QR code. I sent the payment over. It was quick and easy, right? The money was already. I put the money in my wallet. Scan the QR code, pay them quick and easy. Now, I tried the nearby feature on NCash. 
to see because, again, I've just put money into my account. I tried the nearby feature in multiple areas. Did it in Port of Spain? Did it by Eddie Hart? Did it home by me? I tried it in multiple areas to see what other businesses are accepting in cash. And no matter where I go, it doesn't work. It just doesn't work. It just keeps on telling me no business is found. So my belief right now is that the nearby feature doesn't work. And again, if I don't know what businesses take NCash, I'm less inclined to add money to my NCash wallet because it's just going to be there, right? The majority of the places that I shop don't accept NCash. So again, less incentive for me to be putting money into the wallet. Now, if it was just debiting my my credit card or my bank card, then I would, you know, it would it wouldn't it wouldn't bother me. If I seen it, I would use it. If not, it is what it is. But the fact that I have to put money and leave money there doesn't really sit well with me. And I, so I've been using the application for about three months now. And the question I keep coming back to is this. Does this improve what I'm already doing? Does this solve a problem? Does this really solve a problem? And my answer right now, this could change, right? But right now, no, it doesn't really solve a problem. For the most part, NCash has just added additional steps to a process that was already pretty simple. Let me break that down. So I already spoke to you guys about loading the wallet. So the fact that we, again, we have to pay $3.50 to load the wallet um, every single time. We can only do a maximum of $1,000 um, per load. And you can only, you know, use up to $10,000. You can only add up to $10,000 for the month for the digital wallet. Again, these are drawbacks, Right. Because if I want to pay a business, you know, if I want to go buy a, f- a furniture or something that's more, you know, maybe I want to use NCash more than just $10,000 allowed for the entire month. Essentially, you could only use up to $10,000 a month. So ideally, this is only ever going to be, you know, good for small purchases, right? Food and small stuff. This is not This is not in, in mind with, like, you truly using this um a lot <laughs> you know because you're only you're capped at ten thousand dollars for the month you're, that's your cap you could only spend ten thousand dollars a month with NCash. so you know again again those are things that those are things that are a bit of a drawback but let me continue if the business already has a point of sale terminal especially now that all of the banks have rolled out the terminals that have tap to pay and we could use our visa debit cards for tap to pay or the business has signed up with WePay, Fogaro, PayPal or any of the services that allow for QR code payment links, then I can easily use my debit card or credit card to make a payment to the business without having to load money into my wallet to make the payment, right? So rather than having to, so when, so what happens is a business will be like, hey, how do you want to pay? Do you want to use your card or do you want to use NCash? Well, because I have to load money into my NCash wallet and I have to pay for loading money into the NCash wallet. And when you look at your plans with your banks, and this is a good time to revisit your, your, your banking plans, um, the majority of transactions at point of sale terminals are free with your plan or they give you an allotment of, of 50 purchases, you know, 50 times you could use your credit card for the month, right? But you get an allotment to make your purchases. So 
me having to load my credit, me having to load the wallet and pay the three fifty. Um, if the business is offering, hey, do you want to use your do you want to use your card to pay or do you want to use Encash? I would just whip up my card and tap to pay or swipe my card or insert my card and pay because I don't have to add money to you know to anything. I just use my card and pay. It's faster, right? Versus having to load the wallet and then send the payment. So that they, they've just put more friction, right? Um, and I've and I've and I've 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 seen it where you know the places where I do where the, where they do have in cash I've I've always opted to just pay with my bank card because it was just easier, right? So that's the big drawback for me. That's number one. Number two, remember the banks charge one dollar to send money via online bank transfer. So if people are asking me for money, um, then I would just go into my online bank and send them the money now. Here's where, you know, here's where there's a benefit. Let's say the person, let's say the person, man, there's, listen, <laughs> I'm just trying to, I'm trying to make a case for it too, right? So I was going to say this. We know that when you do online bank transfer, unless the person banks with the exact same bank as you, um, that's the only time it's instantaneous. But if the person is banking with another institution, it can take it can it can take up to two business days, depending on the time when you send the funds. It could take up to two business days for you to receive your money. And some people will say, depending on who you're banking with, it'll take longer, right? So let's just say it, it can take up to two business days. It takes between one to two business days if you do an online bank transfer and you're sending the money to somebody else into a different institution, right? Now, the case I was going to say, but I had, I'm thinking it through and like, it doesn't really work like that, is let's just say if your Bredgen calls you, he's on a date, he's t- you know, he, he, he needs money. If you send him money on NCash, he's going to get it instantly. But if the, if the place that he is at doesn't accept NCash, then it's still going to take a business day for him to withdraw the funds from NCash and deposit it into his bank account where he could then use his debit card to make, to, to use the money. So the only way, you know, the things it's going to work out instantaneously is that if the business themselves that he is at, the establishment he is at, in that situation, if they accept NCash, then yes, I could send him money via NCash. He would then get it instantaneously and then he could now pay. But if there's a low number of businesses that accept NCash, then again, you're still in that situation of waiting a business day and then you could still use online bank transfer. And again, when it's going to come down to the fees, right? Because you still have to go through a process. You still have to load money into your NCash wallet to be able to send the money versus just logging into your online banking and just doing the, the, normal, uh, the, the normal online bank transfer, right? So keep all that in mind, right? Uh, yeah, so there's that. And then next up, okay, if, if the most I can pay a vendor with NCash is $10,000, but I can only load $1,000 at a time, this doesn't make much sense to me because I should be able to load up the maximum I'm allowed to spend. So every time I load the, mon- the, the, the wallet, it costs money. So we should be able to load the full $10,000 all at once to minimize our expenses versus having to 
if I want to if I want to spend ten thousand, I gotta I gotta I gotta do individual thousand dollar loads ten times and spend three dollars and fifty cents every single time I load the money. Right. Um. Da, 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 da. Next up, uh, you also need to have a bank account to use this application, and we know a large part of our population is unbanked or underbanked. If they could have, if they could create an account without needing a bank account and load the app with, say, a top-up voucher like a phone card, then this would increase adoption rate amongst the unbanked. This would increase peer-to-peer transactions and even more, and even makes more sense for them to use this method of paying instead of always needing cash since they don't have a bank account. And we know right now the security risk with, with, um, with just having all this cash. And then you even have a lot of small businesses who, you know, who are working in, 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 in Eddie Hart, Savannah, or working at the side of the road, and they themselves might not even have a bank account. So if, the, if they could use, if they could use uh, NCash and they don't need to have a bank account to use it, and that would allow them to accept uh, digital payments, right? And then you guys can figure out how you guys are doing the, um, the cash out. Or maybe, you know, they, 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 maybe the only way to do the cash out is they, they have to make a request to Republic Bank set the branch and then they wait the seven days and then they go in and physically collect the cash. Like, I mean, it, it makes sense. They could do that, right? The other drawback is that this is only for people in Trinidad and Tobago. So let's just say you have, you don't have any point of sale system. You don't have no QR code set up with WePay or Fagar or any one of them payment platforms. If you only have NCash, then when foreigners are coming in, like how they are right now for Carnival, if you only accept NCash, they can't pay you via NCash. Because it's only for people with Trinidad bank accounts. So they would have to go and get cash to pay you. So th- there's there's a lot of limitations with NCash. And I think right now, I think the reason why adoption rate is so low is because it could only truly be used in, in, in limited situations that make the most sense. I think uh, I think Republic Bank is trying to f- is trying to it, 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 I think Republic Bank is trying to force usability. Like they're trying to, they're, they're trying to force. I don't want to say they're trying to force you to use it, but they're trying to force a situation when it doesn't necessarily have to be. Like again, for me, right out the gate, just just off off of basic stuff. Like I don't want to have to load money into the wallet. I just, if I'm going to use it, if, if if somebody has it, I would use it. If it just debited my card. Right. If it made it easier for the business, if it made it easier for the business to accept NCash, and it was easy for me to just say, "Oh, let me just scan your QR code and send you the money," and it debited my wallet and it did all that in milliseconds, great. But the minute I have to load money in, I already am like, "Yo, let me just whip up my card and tap to pay, or or insert my card and pay, and be done with all that headache." Right. So that's 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 what makes the most sense for me. Now, here's the pro. Here's the, here is the main situation I see NCash working. If you know you're going to an event that accepts NCash, if you're going to a party, if you're going to a festival, if you're going like we're seeing like in, in Trinidad right now, we're seeing all of these uh, uh, juve parties with water, paint, and yada yada yada. If you know you're going to that type of party, that type of setting, um, if you're going to these, if you're going to festivals, like I think it's, I think it'd be, I think it's good to be able to load your money into your digital wallet. 
if you know that everybody there accepts Zencash. Because then I could leave my wallet in a safe place. I could leave it in the car. I don't have to walk with my bank cards because, listen, we know we've, we, we lose our wallets. We've lost our bank cards. We've, we've gone to take out money and the, the machine eats our, eats our wallet. Like I was traveling last year and right when I went to the bank in, in Piarco Airport, the, the, the currency exchange booth has ATMs right beside it. And I went and I, and I, I didn't even click to me to ask them if they took links. I just I asked them if they took debit card. I just assumed they didn't. And I went right to the machine to take out cash and the machine ate my card. And I, ha- I had to go in, find somebody to, to, to find a friend with the same bank as me to send them the money. And then they, they withdrew the cash for me. All right. So if I know I'm going to a festival that accepts NCash, I would load my wallet with money and then I would go to the festival and then I wouldn't worry about pulling up my wallet. I'd leave my wallet in a safe place. That way I don't have to. And if I'm not driving, then I, then heck, I ain't even walking with a wallet, right? But I would, I, would, I would leave the wallet in the car and I would go with just my phone. I would pay with NCash if I knew that everybody there took NCash, right? So again, I know right now I'm a bit light on the pros for NCash because for me, I don't really see many situations where I'm thinking of where I'm thinking using NCash makes sense. Um, they're going to have to ramp up hardcore on getting more businesses to use NCash for this to really make sense. They're going to have to fix the nearby features so we can see on the map who accepts NCash. Um, they need to do their damn best to get into every single party, every club, every venue, every restaurant, like target all of those places um, to get on board with NCash, right? Target all of them to get to get on board with NCash. So it starts to make more sense to use it. Um, I also don't want to have to load money into the wallet. I think that it should just debit the, the card. And the money, like when you're using Cash App, Zelle, or Venmo, the, the only time money comes onto the card is in two situations. If somebody is sending you money, it would then go into your, your Cash App wallet. Or um, Cash App, Venmo, they also give you virtual credit cards. So you could actually load money into the virtual credit card that Cash App and Venmo and Zelle give you. That's the only two situations where you're loading money into their wallet. When someone sends it to you or when you're loading money into the app so that you could use a virtual credit card, right? We don't have a virtual credit card here. So, again, there's no point for us to be loading money. We should just be, it should just be debiting the card whenever we're making the purchase. This makes a lot more sense to use if every business and festival was using it. Um, They also have the social feed where you can network with other people on the platform. When you make a payment, you have the option of making the payment private or public and having your payment posted to your social feed for the entire world to see, that's a hard pass for me. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that's a hard pass for me. So I find myself time and time again when asked, do you want to pay with your card or NCash? I'm always opting to choose using my debit card to save the headache of going through all the steps needed to pay the business. So that is NCash, the digital wallet in a wrap. I hope I've answered a lot of your questions. All right. If you guys have any more questions, feel free to drop some comments. 
If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to rate the podcast. If you're using Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any one of them with the rating systems, rate the podcast. Those continue to help grow the Digipreneur FM family across the world. Drop a review if you really enjoyed the podcast. Again, I read the reviews. The reviews help tremendously to continue to grow the podcast and also allow me to see exactly what type of content that you guys want. All right. You can follow me on any social media platform at Karen Rose, K-E-R-O-N-R-O-S-E, on Facebook, LinkedIn, uh, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, all the social media platforms. Check out KarenRose.com to learn more about building your digital presence and monetizing your platforms. Don't forget to stay up to date with the podcast at Digipreneur.fm, the website. Uh, you can learn all about the, pod, the podcast. You can you know, subscribe to the email list, subscribe to the push notification list, and, and more. <laughs> happy happy monday happy carnival week to trinidad and tobago if you are flying in you know i hope you guys enjoy yourselves to the absolute fullest all right it's been two years since we've had a carnival enjoy yourself to the absolute fullest all right um everybody be safe Right, it, it, it's it's a wild time in Trinidad and Tobago, so everybody, um, be safe. And yeah, I will catch you guys later on this week. All right, thank you, and oh yeah, happy Monday. Take care. You've been listening to the Digiboss, Karan Rose. We hope your notepad was filled after this episode. Make sure to like, rate, and review the show. The learning doesn't stop, folks. And to make sure you don't miss any gems from the Digiboss, go over and follow him on all social media platforms at Karan Rose. Folks, don't just sit there with a notepad. We need you to implement at least one thing into your business before the next episode. That's the only way your business levels up. Thanks for listening to Digipreneur FM. Now, Go be great.